Hey friend, welcome back to the show. Today's episode is dedicated to my son, Zars Good. Zars went to be with Jesus on September 27th, 2008. In his memory, I am sharing five lessons I learned from his life, and I believe you can apply these lessons to your life as well. I'm so honored to be able to share with you about my son. Let's talk about it. Hey friend, welcome to the Christian Empty Nest Moms podcast. Have you been wondering what's next for you? Did you pour so much of yourself into being a mom that now you're unsure who you are or what your purpose is? Would you love to wake up with excitement for the day with God at the center of all you do? Are you ready to stop feeling like the best part of your life is over? Hi, I'm Jenny Good, Jesus follower, certified coach, an empty nest mom of three, also a big fan of snowstorms and hot tea. When my youngest left home, I was unsure who I was or what my purpose would be. The self-help books were not enough. I needed something more. The enemy tried to level me through the death of my son, adult child estrangement, and empty nest syndrome. But God fought for me, and by His grace, I used my former pain as a platform to help my sisters in Christ. God revealed to me that we each have a unique soul print composed of our identity, purpose, and impact. I learned how to plug into my purpose and joy, and now it's my mission to help you do the same. So get ready for real talk, tactical tools, and inspiring stories about Jesus, purpose, joy, and parenting young adults. Grab your journal, your favorite colored pens, and a cup of tea. It's time for Christian Empty Nest Moms. Hello, my friend. Come on in and get in your favorite comfortable spot. This Tea Time Tuesday is hitting differently for me. I'm writing this episode to air on Tuesday, September 27th. That is the quote-unquote anniversary, for lack of a better term, of my oldest son Zars going to be with Jesus when he was 12 years old. I wasn't sure I wanted to create an episode about this, but I decided I would look at the calendar and if the 27th fell on a day that I normally release a podcast, I would do it. And sure enough, it was on Tuesday, so I am taking it that this was God's will that I create this episode. And I want to thank you deeply for joining me here. When we've lost someone, sometimes one of the kindest gifts that somebody can give us is just to sit with us and not look away. And here we are. So thank you, my friend. Thank you for being here with me. Today, I want to talk to you about five valuable lessons that I learned from Zars. I hope there's something in one of these lessons that will inspire you on your journey. Lesson number one is that no act of kindness is ever wasted. After Zars died, so many people came to me with stories about how he had touched their hearts. For example, I was made aware that there was a man on the internet trying to find me. I was curious what this was about, so I contacted him to find out. He explained that he was in the military, and he and his daughter moved around a lot. They had lived in the town where Zars went to school, 
but his daughter had not had the best experience at the school there. Unfortunately, she was bullied about her weight, and I don't think she knew many friends at the school because she was new. Zars had been walking by when he noticed that two boys were tossing her backpack back and forth and saying some pretty terrible things to her, bullying her. Zars boxed men's flyweight division with an undefeated record by the age of 12. And he was not a violent person, but he had a reputation in our little town for not exactly being someone to mess with. He took the little girl's backpack away from the bullies and gave it back to her. And I don't think he met any resistance from the bullies. He had some words for the bully, which apparently made the little girl feel better. She had heard about Zars passing on, and she wanted a picture of him, because I guess what he had done in taking up for her meant a lot to her. So her dad was trying to find me to get a picture of Zars. Of course, I sent them a picture, and I still cherish the story that the dad shared with me. At Zars's memorial service, one of his coaches spoke about one of Zars's final football games before he left this earth. Zars had knocked down a kid from the opposing team during a play. The play ended, and before Zars went back to the huddle, the coach noticed he had stopped on the field and held out his hand to help the other player back to his feet. That action may have seemed very small to my son at the time, but his coach noticed his good heart, and I am proud of him about that to this day. Sister, never underestimate the power of your actions or your words to touch the life of another human being. You might be the only church that person has ever been exposed to so far in their life. Your action could be the difference between someone taking their life or believing that there's hope for them. I believe that no act of kindness is wasted. Lesson number two is be willing to fight for your dreams. When Zars was eight years old or so, he was diagnosed with exercise-induced asthma. Asthma is a terrible illness, and on top of that, it was triggered by his passion, which was sports. He kept playing sports, even if he had to come home, use his inhaler, and then go back to practice. When Zars was 11 years old, my boyfriend at the time was a semi-professional boxer. He and Zars ran together a lot. And Zars wanted so badly to be able to run the entire two-mile route without stopping. But each time, he would reach a certain point on the running route, and he had to start walking. Well, one day, he came down the street with victory all over his face. He could hardly wait to tell me that he ran the whole two miles without stopping. My then-boyfriend told me that he had been running behind Zars. And as they approached the spot where Zars usually had to start walking, he slowed down. He thought this would be another time like all the times before when Zars couldn't run past that point. But then all of a sudden, Zars started picking up speed and he said he knew that Zars was going to make it that time. And he did. I don't think Zars ever had to stop and walk again when they ran that route. And as a matter of fact, by the time he went to be with Jesus, he could run four miles per day, and he cleared the 40-yard distance in 4.3 seconds or so. A scout from Ohio State University had already approached him when he was in the seventh grade, and he hadn't used his asthma medicine for nearly a year at the time that he died. He could have given up when he got the diagnosis of exercise-induced asthma, but instead he fought for his dream. And I want you to fight for your dreams. 
whatever your passion is, don't allow anything to deter you from what God calls you to do. And if you don't know what that is just yet, that is okay. Keep praying and keep listening for God's leading. Get support from a coach whose energy really resonates with you. And when you find yourself drawn to your next thing, fight for it with all that you have. Your dreams matter. Lesson number three is be relentless in holding your family before God in prayer. At Zars' memorial service, his former Sunday school teacher told me that no Sunday passed without him requesting prayer for me. She said that whenever she asked if somebody had a prayer request, Zars asked them to pray for his mom. That touches my heart so much. If you're praying for a prodigal child, a husband, a sister, brother, or yourself, don't give up. Be relentless and consistent in holding those names before Jesus. Prayer truly changes things. Lesson number four, people borrow your belief, so live with your passion showing strong. Earlier in this episode, I spoke about how so many people had stories about Zars touching their lives in some way. In his 12 years on this earth, Zars lived with so much passion and love, and people could see exactly who he was and what he stood for. I found that when we live that way, we give other people permission to do the same. When I go first, other people feel empowered to say, me too. When I live true to who God made me to be, he puts the people in my path who will benefit from my energy and the way I show up. And I want to encourage you to show up as who you truly are. Don't water down who God created you to be. Someone in this world needs for you to show up as the real you. And together, we can create a ripple effect that makes this world a better place. Lesson number five is make your dash matter. We are born with a date that we enter this world and a date that we will leave it. It's what you do in the dash between those two dates that determines so much. So do the thing you really want to do, but keep putting off. Go first. Say you're sorry. Forgive someone. Move to the new city. Start the new business. Be vulnerable. Believe you can. Invest in yourself. Fight for your dream. Be the person that you've been watering down because you weren't sure if people would approve. The thing you almost didn't say can change somebody's life. Around our little hometown, Zars was known as the Beast, because he was a beast at sports. Baseball, boxing, running, football, basketball. When he took off like a shot down the field, I would hear someone say, Is that Zars? That's Zars! And people would just sort of get excited and start yelling for him. He had this thing about him that made you want to see him win. I hope that when my life on this earth ends, that I showed up bringing that kind of fire. I hope that I was a beast at what I was put here to do. And I hope you are too. I may never know God's reasons for blessing me to be Zarsis' mom but I'm so glad he did. And if this episode makes you live a little better, be a little more of who you are, or feel a little more determined to show up as your real self, 
to fight for your happiness, to figure out your dream. If that happens, then you have given my son's life a little more meaning. Okay, friend, that's what I have for you this time, and I hope it blesses you. Hey, sister friend, thanks for spending time with me. If this podcast inspired you, blessed you, or helped you in some way, I'd love for you to share it with another mom who could be edified by it. Also, the number one way you can thank me is by leaving a rating and review on Apple Podcasts. This helps more moms like us find and be blessed by the show. Remember, you are salt and fire. You're a daughter of the Most High King, and joy is available to you.